Welcome to Interviews. My name is Laurent Autain. I'm a business coach on a quest to crack the entrepreneurship code. So I thought, why not talk to entrepreneurs and ask them the right questions? I make sure to alternate between a male and a female guest every week. I hope their answers will inspire you. This podcast is available on all your favorite platforms. If you enjoy it, there are three ways you can help me make it bigger. One, subscribe. Two, share your favorite episode on social media. Three, buy me a pizza. Blog on my website, laurentnotin.com slash podcast and click on the icon, buy me a pizza. Interviews is brought to you by Social Prize, a marketing and communication agency managed by a highly qualified team and operating remotely since 2005. Social Prize specializes in digital technologies and communications, web development, e-commerce, remote working, coaching, training, growth hacking, and much more. Find out more about them on their website www.socialprize.me. Hi, thank you for joining interviews. Today, I am with Liam Novel, the founder and CEO of Posh Cockney, located in the UK. Posh Cockney is a forward-thinking hospitality and lifestyle consultancy specializing in marketing and PR, product launches, events, and luxury travel. Hello, Liam. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Good. I'm very good. So before we start, I do have that question to ask you because I am not from the UK and for the audience that is not from the UK, yeah. what does Posh Cockney mean? I think Posh Cockney is London, isn't it? So, you know, Posh, you've got some beautiful areas. You've got your Mayfair, your Chelsea, um, but then you've got the sort of more urban uh, areas of London, your Shoreditch, your, your Brixton. So the Posh Cockney is just a... Uh, the symbol of London really so the yin and yang uh it's a name that sticks out and hopefully people remember for good things right all right thank you for for that <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your journey uh towards you know becoming a, an entrepreneur so I mean we're going back 15 years ago now Lauren um I was a professional football player I played for West mm. Ham and Leicester City um so my my, my life was always going to be a, a professional athlete um, unfortunately, my career was cut short at 20 years old. I had to retire. And can you imagine at that point, I had a crossroads in my life. What do I do? Um, you know, I, I was only going to be a footballer. I had nothing, you know, at school. Mm. Um, I, I was good at school, but I didn't really commit as much as I sh should have done because I only had one goal in my, in my life and that was to be a footballer. So when that when my career ended, I then became a, a DJ with my best friend, uh, just as a hobby, really. But I really found a passion for the late night nightclub entertainment industry. Um, and we we soon became quite big DJs in, in London. Mm. We, we ended up DJing the head candy all over Europe. Uh, we played at some of the biggest clubs in the world. And, you know, I loved the, the buzz you had on, on playing to thousands of people uh, playing their favorite tracks and just being that center of attention. Um, and then a couple of years after that, I, I then got very quite heavily into the running of the events of the nightclubs. And um, I took over London parties for Nick House, who was the biggest promoter in London at the time. Um, and I had all the I, I think I had seven nightclubs in London, the best clubs in London at the time mm. um, under my uh, portfolio. 
so we were running nights there every night of the week. So you can imagine it was, you know, as a young guy sort of breaking into hospitality and entertainment, you know, running the biggest clubs in London, having all this attention and, you know, just loving life. And it was just an incredible experience. Um, but as you get a little bit older and a little bit wiser, you start going into more senior roles, directors and um, sort of running the companies, multi, multi-million pound companies. Um, and that's how my entrepreneurial sort of uh, life started because I, the age, I was the youngest club director at sort of 24, I think, in London. And that was at Café de Paris, the great Café de Paris. Yeah. Um, that was an incredible experience. That was 10 years of my life. Um, I, but the, at the end of that, then I knew I wanted to start my own shop. Um, so uh, Posh Cotney was always going to be, um, it wasn't going to be called Posh Cotney at the start. It was just LN Management, but I needed a name that I was going to, you know, I, I could grow with and, and I could get more people involved in, in the business. So, uh, yeah, uh, from footballer to DJ to nightclub promoter to king of clubs in London to uh, running one of the biggest marketing and PR agencies in London now. So it's been a whirlwind sort of 15 years. Maybe, maybe it was destiny. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I agree. In football. I agree. I agree. Fate, destiny. I believe in all that. You know, uh, I, right. I, met my, I met my wife um, and we believe in fate on the night we met. So, you know, I believe in all of that for sure. And so what were the, when you, when you created Posh Cockney, what were the triggers? What, what did you see? So I had, a, I had about th a three million pound black book of events. So Posh Cockney started as Posh Cockney events. So I was purely mm. just going to um, bring my, my, my black book of event clients to around London because they were bored of going to Café de Paris year in, year out. They were bored of going to, um, you know, having the same offering. So I thought, you know, I need to, I need to uh, broaden the, the offering for my clients and without, so they don't get stale and they stay with me. Um, so yeah, that was the plan really just to set up Posh Cockney events and see how that went. And very quickly uh, people were coming to me for a consultancy basis on the marketing and PR and operations and sales. Cause I had those um, skills in my repertoire. So uh, people were coming to me often just say, look, we're opening this new restaurant, we're opening this new bar come and help us. So, you know, the marketing, the PR, the, the sales and operations, as I've just touched on, all grew into this monster of a, a multi-service agency now. So, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're only going to be, we're going to be two in two weeks time, you know, in, so it's, uh, it's been a crazy two years, one year, the first year, the launch, second year was coronavirus. And now we're going into year three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted I wanted to talk about the impact on coronavirus later on, but since you're talking about since you're talking about it, and you're uh, you work in the hospitality industry, you know that that sector has been significantly affected by by the pandemic. But I, I don't want to rub salt in the wound, you know, because I'm sure it's been on your mind every day. Uh, your business is still alive, but how do you stay positive in such difficult times like like that? So I made a call um, when I sent all my team home from the London office, I think on the, on the 4th of March, um, I said, guys, go home. You know, we're going to, we'll see how, we'll see what happens with this pandemic. Um, and nobody knew that it was going to last longer than a year. I mean, we're talking about, we, we got the roadmap just recently from Boris and it looks like we'll, we'll get back to normal on the 21st of June, 2021. But mm. uh, how do I keep positive? All the good work that went into that first year for Posh Cockney, there was no way I was going to let that go to waste. So I launched uh, Posh Cockney TV, uh, our YouTube channel. I launched uh, the Posh Cockney podcast, 
um, which is, we, I think we did. We're on season three now. For me, our, our motto is we, we want to be omnipresent. So we want to be on everyone's channel. We want to make sure everyone knows who I am, who my team are, who Posh Cotney are, who our clients are. You know, we want to be in your face. We're quite aggressive like that without being, you know, intrusive, but we want you to know that, you know, we're here to stay. So, you know, mm. the pot that it's difficult to be negative when you, when the whole time you're just drumming the positive energy and positive messages down people's throats. Uh, that sounds quite aggressive in itself, but you know what I mean? We're trying to, we, we, we are forward thinking. We want, we, you know, we're, we're, we like to be a bit disruptive to the industry. Uh, you know, we're the new kids on the block, but we're here to stay. Right. And as a leader with a team that you have to support in, in difficult times like that, what, what do you tell them? That's been the hardest part, really. I mean, um, not knowing, not being able to plan anything has been difficult. So I think there's been lots and lots of self-development, lots of self-growth, self-care. You know, I've been getting the guys to be doing more training, more reading, more podcasts. Mm. Um, you know, I want, them to, I want them to be better human beings and better members of staff, teammates. When, this, when we come out of this on the 21st of June. So for me, it's just been, how can we make, turn this, this negative situation into a positive? Because there's no point us all sitting there going, you know, what can we do? We can't do anything. You know, it's a, you, you, we make this situation how we, want it, how we want it to be. You know, if we want to, you know, just lie in bed all day and, and not do anything, then fair enough. But me personally, the way I am and the team members I have, I want them to be, I want to have hunger. I want to have drive. I want them to be relentless. I want them to be, you know, wanting to work and, and, and develop themselves and, and come to me with new potential uh, software ideas, new partnership agreements, you know, new collaborations, you know, the, the team are great. And I've got a great um, group of ladies at the moment that work for me at Posh Connie. Right. And I guess also it comes also to, to you, like showing, showing the way leading, leading by example, right? 100%. And again, I think that comes down to my football career when I was a, I was captain in every team I played in. So I've always shown great leadership skills. Mm. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong, sometimes you get a little bit flustered at the top. I'm sure you know that running a business. And, um, but you have, to, you have to have that steady hand and you have to be able to lead in, 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 during a crisis. And, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, if you, the, 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 the thing I take from this is if, I can lead my team through this past year and, and keep the business afloat and, and uh, on, on that forward trajectory, then I can do anything with this company. You know, it's only going to get better and better. This is sort of been that right. it's got to be the worst that it can ever be. You know, it's only going to get better. So, you know, you, you take some comfort from that. Right. It reminds me of this, of this quote. I think it's from Ben Bergeron, which is a CrossFit coach It says, when it's hard, you push harder. Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly what, what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On a on a scale one to ten, when one is low and ten is high, how hooked are you as an entrepreneur? I I would say I'm an I'm an eight and a half if I'm honest. All right. Because, because I need to have balance in my life. If I'm too hooked, it means I don't have any room for my wife and daughter. Um, I need I need that I need that one and a half sort of two points on on the ten there to sort of reconnect, reset. Um, you know, I, I'm hugely passionate about my businesses and, and being successful. Mm. But you know what? My, the, my biggest wealth and my biggest success to date is my daughter and my wife. So, um, you know, if I, I need to work on those relationships and that is, you know, they're not a business, they're, they're my family, but you need to work on that 
as much as you work on your business day in day out so um you know i don't want to give it a full 10 because i need to give some some points to them as well <laughs> it's interesting because usually people say like 12 or 15 no. or even 20 I, I think you have i think you have to be honest i think you know if if i even if i said five it wouldn't mean i was less of an entrepreneur or less didn't have less had less burning desire it's all about balance in life and if you are mm. too hooked on one thing you you can sometimes i i i think you can you know your your judgment can be uh, clouded i think your decision making could be rash you need to be able to see the bigger picture um so my i my my dna my makeup isn't just an entrepreneur i'm a family man i'm a you know i'm a friend i'm a father i'm a husband you know there's so many strings to my bow so just to be an entrepreneur is not right you know i'm 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 i would say i was more of a rounded complete individual than just uh, saying i was a 12 out of 10 so it's a very interesting topic uh, because we don't talk a lot about a lot about it i find and you know entrepreneurs yeah we are, we are all hooked and we we would we don't count the the hours that we spend in the business but it's important to find balance like you mm. said so how do you do that can you give us can you share some practical uh tips so for me um the biggest thing i i've changed in my life in the last sort of 18 months um i i, I put on a lot of weight when i was running the nightclubs you know crazy lifestyles drinking all the time um i've lost four and a half stone in weight um so I, what i've been doing is training eating better i believe in gut health so you know i'm, I'm a uh, quite a strong keto dieter uh, mm. I, I, I love being in ketosis my body seems to uh, really respond well to that um, I train every day, um, whether it's the morning or the afternoon. I walk my dog. My dog's sitting next to me now, fast asleep. She just had a lovely walk this morning. Um, you know, in the morning, um, for me, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate on mental health and, and, and making sure that you're, um, you know, you look after yourself. So we talk about self-care again. So in the morning, I wake up at half four, five o'clock and I just relax. I meditate or pray. Um, you know, I read and then I wait for my family to wake up and, and, you know, I spend some time with them, then take my daughter to school. And then, you know, at, at half eight, nine o'clock, the, the, the working day is there and I'm there till sort of six, seven o'clock at night. So, you know, it's about finding balance and making sure that you use your time to the best, to the maximum, you know, don't, don't sleep in, don't, don't uh, hit the snooze but, button, um, make sure you train, make sure you eat well, make sure you read. Uh, and before when I was running nightclubs, I didn't have that time. You know, I was every day was a hangover and I was always chasing the day. Now, for me, I like to plan. I plan, you know, at least six months in advance um, on my on where I need to be financially and where I need to be on my goals and, and uh, you know, where where I'd like to be. It's been difficult to set goals and plans in the last year by um, mm. with the coronavirus. But I still try to do it because, you know, I need that structure in my life. And mm. um you know, I respond well to that. So, you know, the balance for me is making sure I have, I spend time on love and that is, you know, making sure I spend time with my wife and daughter, no phones, have some really strong um, detoxes from my, the digital platforms that sort of uh, absorb us 24 seven in life at the moment. So there's so much stuff to do, isn't there, you know, with, with yeah. mental health and, and looking after yourself. Yeah, the, the latest thing I do is that now I leave my phone before going to bed, like 30 minutes before going to bed. I, I leave it in my, uh, in my office room, mm. put it on, put it on uh, plain mode, and that's it. I don't touch it until the next, the next morning. Damn, that is so relieving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, the, the, the phone before bed, I mean, you shouldn't look at your phone. At least you're, you're doing it right half an hour to an hour because it's that blue light in the phone and the TV that really messes up with your sleep. I didn't even touch on sleep, but sleep is the most important thing. 
uh, for mm. balance and to make sure that you're successful as an entrepreneur because you need that time to reset, especially if you've been training. Um, you know, you need that reset time, and, and that's when your body need, that's that's how your body does it. You know, it rebuilds muscle. It, it sort of um, inflammation and everything. You know, you you look like a fit guy. Well, I have, but yeah, look, I'm sure I'm less fit than you, but I, 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 I would like to believe that I am, I am fit now. Yeah. I'm way, definitely way fitter than 20 years ago, but I'm the same than you. Like I started uh, CrossFit six and a half years ago, and then I changed everything. You know, I took more time. Uh, I took more time for me. I sleep better. I eat, I eat better. And I do rep the benefits of that every day. But that brings me to another question, because this is very interesting. You used to be super fit. You were yeah. a, super, a professional football player, so you used to be super fit. Then you went into uh, the, night, the night scene. And you, you told me, well, you were busy doing other things. And when I think about my experience, I'm the same. I'm like, I knew the benefits of being fit and the importance of taking care of yourself. But somehow... It was not my priority because I was busy doing too much thing, busy working, for example. And you hear that from other entrepreneurs too. So do you think it's, it's, it's because we change because we get wiser or we should change like from the beginning? I mean, we should really focus on health from the beginning. So for me, uh, for my case, I mean, obviously, you know, being an athlete, being a footballer from the age of seven to 20, um, you're in that strict sort of almost military style training five mm. times a week playing on the weekends. So, you know, you, you're, you're in that sort of bubble where you you can't really misbehave. When my career finished, I went into DJ, DJing and nightclubs. I suddenly had the shackles were off. So I just sort of was like, you know, right. I, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to just uh, have fun. And uh, it wasn't until 10 years later, I looked on the scales and I, I looked like I had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I just took my eye off the ball. I just had a, a time to, um, I just had a lot, a lot of fun. You know, I, I drank way too much alcohol and, um, you know, just enjoyed life. But, you know, in the end, it wasn't really enjoying life because if I carried on that trajectory, I probably would have killed myself because, you know, that you can't uh, keep up that sustainable, that it's not sustainable to you know, party and entertain people four or five times a week. And that's just basically where mm. my life was going. Mm. Okay. And do you see a correlation today uh, between being fit? And I'm, when I'm talking, when I'm saying being fit, I'm, I'm, I'm saying being fit both mentally and, and physically and being an entrepreneur. I think um, mo most successful entrepreneurs I know um, are physically fit and mentally fit. And I think the last two years, my business um, and the way I and the way I operate has changed so much because of me being physically and mentally fit. Because I'm I'm switched on, you know. I feel, you know. Have you ever seen the film Limitless with uh, Bradley Cooper? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Matthew McConaughey or Bradley Cooper? Maybe Matthew. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Correct. Um, I feel like that now because I'm not, because I'm, you know, I'm toxin free. I'm not drinking or, or smoking or anything like that. You know, I, I feel like I can see three or four moves ahead of my competitors. And that's, that comes from just being switched on and being uh, at one with myself and, you know, just feeling, just loving myself and feeling confident in life um, and not have any distractions. And I think that's, uh, that's, that's certainly, um, a, there's certainly a correlation between the, the two for sure. All right. So what is the message here? Entrepreneurs, Take care of yourself. 100%.
100 look after yourself love yourself i i am um, mm. i got asked by my priest uh, a few a few months ago which is a, a question that that was asked to me which made me really think and he, and he said do you love yourself liam and i said what do you mean? Said, he said, do you love yourself? And I said, well, I, I like myself. He said, listen, if you don't love yourself, how can you love what you do? How can you love your family? You need to start with you. You know, you need to take care of yourself. You need to eat well, sleep, train, you know, look after your, your, your being. Cause if this, you only have one chance at life, you know? So, um, you know, what I'd say to entrepreneurs, go away, love yourself, look in the mirror and say, look, what can I do today that will make me better tomorrow? Um, so, you know, whatever that may be within that self-development development process. Very nice. Brings me, it brings me to, a, to another question. What's the meaning of life? But <laughs> I think we're going, we're going outside, yeah. outside the, this <laughs> podcast topic. If you look back at your entrepreneurship journey, what lessons have you learned? I think I've, I've, I've learned many, many lessons. Uh, I think, I also think you, if you don't make uh, mistakes in life, especially as an entrepreneur, then you, you know, you, you can't learn. So, you know, I've made, mm. I've made mistakes. I've worked with, I've maybe trusted people sometimes a bit too much, um, taking people face value. Um, I've learned to make sure, make sure your contracts are more airtight than just a, a handshake at times, um, <laughs> That's a good one. but it's true. Um, I think the, the big, one of the problems I had with Posh Cockney at the start was we grew so fast that I ended up having a huge team within like six months. So what mm. that happened then was uh, the, the, we were going, we were going up like that, you know, on the, as if we were going up on the, on the ski lift. But as, as I took more and more team members on, it slowed me down because I needed to spend more time with them, teaching them how the our process is and everything like that. So um, the big thing I learned was, you know, I should have just kept the, the company a li bit, little bit leaner um, and we would have gone a bit quicker. And I think, you know, it's just a, I, I felt like I needed the team to, to be bigger at the time because we were getting so many clients. I wanted to look bigger as well. Um, so that was just one big mistake I made. I think it wasn't even a mistake. It was just, you know, Liam, just next time, keep it, keep it lean until you, until you're bursting at the seams. But, you know, I, I've made many mistakes, but you know, I, you need to make mistakes in life. Mm. What do you want to take the business to? What's, what's the big dream? Posh Cotney will be the biggest marketing PR um, and recruitment agency in the UK within the next three years. And then the plan is to roll that out globally. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're already picking up a lot of interest uh, from, from the international partners. Um, how do they, how can they work with us? We're, we're taking brands from the UK to Dubai, Saudi Arabia and the States and we're bringing them and, we, and vice versa. We're bringing brands from Dubai, the States to London. So we're already going international. Um, I mean, I haven't even touched on the new company that I've started with a, a gentleman called Pete Warden. It's called Hospitality mm. Titans, which was born dur during lockdown. And that is, uh, that's a really, really exciting uh, organization where uh, 20 of the biggest CEOs and business owners within hospitality have come together to help nurture the late the newest talent within hospitality via an investment platform um, through networking events, um, virtual events. You know, the, the website is hospitalitytitans.co.uk. So any of your listeners want to check that out. Uh, membership goes live for that within the next couple of weeks. So that's really exciting for me. You said will be, and everything you said, you, you sounded really confident. Like, I think you're 100% sure that this is going to, where you're going to go. I think you have to. I mean, the, the law of attraction and uh, positive talk and everything like that. 
you know, if I don't believe in it, then why would anyone else? So, you know, I, I hopefully when we speak, when we speak again in a couple of years time, uh, we can play this, this soundbite back and, and hear uh, how confident I was <laughs> and hopefully it's that successful. Yeah, that would be, that would be fun to do actually. Yes. <laughs> how do you, what do you find this confidence? Because this is something else that is as entrepreneurs, sometimes it's so difficult, you know, to, to be confident, to, to know this is the right path you're following. It's the right direction. Again, it all comes down to this sort of this transformation in the last 18 months for me. Um, I, many people listening to this, this podcast now will, will suffer with a thing called negative talk. And that's the mm. little thing on your shoulder that sort of tells you don't do something. It's too risky. It's going to cost too much. You don't know what you're doing and you need to cut that uh, negative self-talk out. You need to, um, you know, change that to positivity. How can you, you know, how can you turn a situation into a positive? And, and I think the, the best thing I've done recently is, is talking to people. I've been opening up and, you know, sometimes I felt like my ego was too big to, to ask for help and ask for advice. But now I've left that. I've left my ego out out on the on the motorway there in London on the M25, and I, now I want to I want to surround myself with mentors and uh, again people that think the same way I do, and they will help me. They'll they'll pull they'll pull me up with them to the mm -hmm. heights that I want to be with. So um, yeah, it's been a it's been a, a spiritual um, awakening for me in the last eighteen months. Just to you know, just I, I've been very hazy, very cloudy with with the way I lived my life before, but now. Um, I can see clear and I can see the light. Well, knowing everything that you know now, is there anything that you would have done differently? No, 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 no. I, I think the path that I've, that I've been on, um, it has served me well. And I think, um, you know, the, the, everyone has their own map in life and, and they have to take that sort of the journey that they're taking day in, day out. And uh, I think... Uh, I would not change anything. There's, there's, like I said, there's been mistakes, but I've learned from them. You know, mm. if you don't learn, if it's fine to make a mistake, but if you make it twice, then it's shame on you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't change anything. I, I'm, I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with my, my beautiful wife and my amazing daughter. And, you know, uh, there's any positive energy coming from me, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you're the first one to say, no, I would not change anything actually <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean what's the what's the point of what's the point of changing things you can't you can't if you know looking back if you want to change things you can't you know what i can do is change the future i can only control the future not the past all right fair enough and if i had the ability to grant you one wish today what would it be it's a, that's a really difficult question actually because <laughs> immediately i wanted my i, I wanted uh Tottenham Hotspur to win the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it doesn't matter what genie you are, that will never happen. Um, no, I just, for me right now, one wish would be to, to get the world back into a, a shape where we used to something that like how we used to know it. Um, I, it's crazy that it's been over a year now, this coronavirus has plagued us and the, we've all had to live with, you know these restrictions i just can't wait for uh the 21st of june for for us in the uk to hopefully get back to normality and start putting on events and start meeting with our friends and family and loved ones and you know just just having some sort of semi-normal life we know that it's never mm. going to be the same completely there's going to be passports there's going to be vaccinations annually but um you know that would be my one wish just to get back to a, a normal where we can people like you and i can go and do our job and and and, and earn a living and um, and people who are, are less better, who are less off, 
you know, that they can sort of get by as well and, and, and have more stability in their life. I think that's, um, that's what, that's what my wish would be that we get back to, to normality very soon. What is the um, one recommendation that you would give to entrepreneurs out there? I think we've touched on quite a lot of recommendations mm. at the moment. I mean, you know, just looking after yourself would be my number one. Again, it's, 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 I, I host a room on Clubhouse. I don't know if you, are you on Clubhouse? No, I can't because I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> well, I host a, I host a room on Clubhouse called The Pursuit of Happiness um, and mm. uh, Entrepreneur. And Entrepreneur is about entrepreneurs that suffer, that are, are close to suffering with from burnout or have suffered from burnout. And I think as an entrepreneur, if you are too, if you are 100 mile an hour all the time as an entrepreneur, you can burn out very quickly. Hence why I said to you earlier in the call about balance, you need to make sure that you look for the signs, you know, look after yourself, eat well, drink water, train, meditate, spend time with your family, make sure that you are looking after you, because if you, can't, if you don't look after you, you're, nobody will look after your business, you are the one that, that holds everything together. So um, self-love is my number one uh, recommendation to any entrepreneur. And, I, and I, I assure you, anyone that's listening to this, if you take, if you take more care of yourself, you know, things will fall into place much easier. I concur 100%. I don't think I am at the same level uh, than you when it comes to self-love, but I'm getting, I'm getting there and I do see the benefits. Uh, this podcast is called uh, Interviews Cracking the Entrepreneurship Code. So have you cracked the code? I feel like I'm, um, I feel like the entrepreneur code is like the Da Vinci code. I don't think you can ever crack it. I think that you, it's a learning process. And I think every, every year goes by, every, every project you work on, you get another number on that code and, you, and you're trying to unlock that safe. Um, I, don't, I think, you know, at the end, when I retire in, in 20, 30 years time, I'll let you know if I've cracked the code. I'm certainly just on the journey at the moment and just enjoying life. Any books you would recommend? Yes, the, uh, I mean, I'm, I've just finished, uh, I, I've read it twice, Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Daily Habits um mm. for successful people and then you know you've got grant cordone's 10 10x rule um the well the the well wellness project as well as another good uh, book you know I'm, I'm reading again just reading lots of things that make me happy and and that can change my you know my my daily habits and making sure that um just making sure that i'm, I'm enjoying life and just making sure that the people around me enjoy being with me as well at the same time because if you're not present um the wife always had, used to have a go at me all the time you know we'd be sitting there having dinner and you've probably had this before you know your phone's on the table you're, you're sitting down to watch tv and you're, you're on your phone mm. you need to be present in life especially with the people that you love and that love you so you know that's why um every every day i'm just developing and self-developing with with podcasts and um and reading books all right is there anything that you would have to add that sorry is there anything that you would like to add that you think is important for entrepreneurs and that we have not covered um i think i think every entrepreneur is you know is, is their own case their own special case for me i've gone through a bit of a, a traumatic 10 years where i thought i was living the li living the dream but i wasn't really living with the whole nightclub stuff you know I, again that comes down to the the lifestyle i was leading you know i think just uh, my advice to any entrepreneur is just hang in there get advice speak to mentors um and just don't ever lose the creative creativeness, you know, always, if you're, if you're a creative person, make sure that you, you know, surround yourself with fellow creative people, because I think, um, 
the, the, innov- the, the best thing that's come out of this coronavirus is the amount of innovation globally is just been mm. fantastic. So, you know, just surround yourself with innovators and um, reach out to Posh Cotney and myself if you need some help with uh, branding and marketing and PR. So we're here to help and assist wherever you are on the planet. Nice. So how can people contact you then? So you can get a hold of me uh, via email. So liam.norval at poshcockney.co.uk um, or check me out at Hospitality Titans. That's liam at hospitalitytitans.co.uk. All right. Excellent. Thank you very much, Liam, for your time today. Great speaking to you. And thanks for listening. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Send me your questions about entrepreneurship by email. Contact at laurentotin.com. See you next time. Bye-bye.